talk about my merch for a second? Oh my God, please. Okay, guys, I was wearing this shirt on the pod last week. If you're on youtube.com slash boldly, you saw me wearing it. It said Anxiety Queen, and it is my first merch that I'm ever launching in collaboration with an awesome activist named Kid Bell. Uh, so you guys can now, it, it'll be out when you guys listen to this. You can buy Anxiety Queen. We have crop tops, we have full shirts, we have hats. They all say Anxiety Queen. You have hats? Yeah, I'm going to give you all of them. Is one. it a beanie? No, it's a hat hat. Oh, hell yeah. Like a dad hat? Give me that. Yeah, and so we're donating a portion of the proceeds to NAMI, which is the National Alliance on Mental Illness, which Very is a nice. great resource for learning just about, like, when you go and someone says they have anxiety or bipolar or borderline depression, and they don't know what the fuck that is. You can go there and learn about all that stuff. Could you, could you say that slower? Yes. Name me. Name me? N- name me, N-A-M-I. It's oh. namey.org, I believe. Uh, so that's where we're giving part of the proceeds. And then they're just really cool shirts. I think it would be... I wear it because I want people to ask me about my anxiety. I don't want people to be like, oh, you're just using mental illness to, like, make something trendy. Yeah, Yeah, because this is a cause that, like, we are super passionate Mm -hmm. about. We talk about all the time. It's something near and dear to my heart to destigmatize. And so I think the reason why I wanted to make it was because I wanted people to see it and fucking own it. And kind of this is my way of taking back the power of having, being an anxiety That's an interesting point that you brought up about, like, oh, you're just using it as, like, this trend or something. Which... I've felt like that before. I've been like, oh, now everyone wants to talk about it. Mm. But when I was suffering, mm-hmm. and it's like, but when I was suffering, it would have been really nice, nice. to have people. Yeah. And I think the more that it comes out into the ether and we talk about mental health yes. and it's not something that we're just like, um, everybody's anxious. Like, yeah. sometimes you're really going through something you need to... Um, and you know what I realized in therapy the other day? Mm. Okay, so identifying the problem, you know, or identifying the source is only one part of it. And mm. I think if there's such a stigma and shame to talking about this sort of stuff, then you don't really get to be like, oh, okay, you don't get to recognize the patterns in, yeah. your, in your behavior. So you're only like, well, it's because of my anxiety. And, like yeah. you to, and you'll just sort of be like, okay, fine. But if it's like anxiety queen, it's like, I know what this is. Yes. I know that this immediate fear I'm having about mm-hmm. this thing is my anxiety talking. And now I could relook at it mm-hmm. through the through a better perspective mm-hmm. and be like, okay, how do I want to move forward? Yes. Because I think that's a lot of times like people kind of get caught up. I used to do, I do it all the yeah. time. Uh, and I'm just sort of like, well, it's because of this and because of that that I don't do this thing. That's like, or you acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. The more you, you understand for- it. And the more we all talk power. about it. It like used to scare me because I, I mentioned this on the last podcast that I would get panic attacks thinking about getting panic attacks. And yeah. to me, it was like the more I dove into the science of why your body does something and like why your chemicals react a certain way, it helped me understand it and not be so afraid of it. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like by wearing this and like owning it and having people not be afraid of knowing that I have it and coming up and asking me or talking to me about it or being able to like confide in me about their stuff it helps me it it just it makes it feel like oh just having a cup of tea with a friend absolutely because it is so common yeah and I think that one thing is like people really don't want to feel like they're not special and Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times like shame and anxiety comes from feeling like you're not special Mm -hmm. at times or you're unworthy or all of this sort of stuff so I think it's really important to to talk about yeah. it and to have it on your yeah and shirt. people and like we, I do it too sometimes like I I will say like oh god I have anxiety today and I'll, I'll not realize that it's just because like I had a coffee and I'll, I'll spiral oh or that's like, why you don't have coffee yeah I don't drink coffee because I drink a lot of tea and then like some people will be like oh god I'm being so OCD right now or like oh my god she's being crazy she's so bipolar and we just say these words like flippantly and I think by just bringing the word into conversation more regularly and being able to be like, hey, maybe maybe don't use that word because this is actually what it means. And it's just a conversation starter. And I hope you guys buy it because it would really make me really happy. And we're going to give a lot of them away too. Yeah, so baby. make sure you maybe enter Mark Madness. Maybe the second and third place yeah. winners will get <gasps> a shirt. That's a good idea. Maybe. So if you win, you get a shirt. Yeah. Uh, oh. You can buy them at kidbell.com. That's kid with two Ds. I'm also going to have links everywhere in this description. I'm going to blast it on my fucking Twitter. I'm going to blast it on my Instagram. And I'm going to make Kate wear it. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> um, she's also, Kid Bell is going to be on the podcast in a couple weeks. She's also done collaborations with Jasmine, our favorite side piece. She did uh, a line of berets. Yep. I don't know if you saw these motherfucking braids. I did. Talk about fashion. I know. Holy shit. So if you guys go to her website, you're going to see your favorite BuzzFeeders all over there. Curly, Freddie, Jasmine, modeling these awesome pieces. We've worn her stuff. Um, that shirt that says, 
Yeah, the shirt that says cunt on it. Um, the one that I wore two weeks ago when we got our tattoos that said power to the pussy. Mm-hmm. She's just an overall awesome bitch. I can't yeah. wait for her to come yeah. on. Yeah. I'm excited to meet her for real. Um, guys, also don't forget we got our new email that you can reach out to us at adultshitpodcast at gmail.com. Adultshit with a... Ooh, how you doing? How are you? Well, answer me first. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a good weekend. I had a good. I had a good weekend. Did you believe that? Um, it sounded like you were convincing yourself, but I, I mean, yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know. Should I tie it into this thing? I just realized, like, this is the first time I've been in a relation, a relationship, yeah, in a long time where mm-hmm. it's like for realsies, mm-hmm. and I'm just realizing the trust issues that I have that are I'm bringing issues. You're just from, realizing. Wow, fuck you. <laughs> I, well, I knew I was a control freak, and I knew I trusted no bitch. So, like, the fact that I'm let... Well, you. Thank you. I tell you everything. I know. Um, and that's new for me. I know. Like, we always talked about... Like, I never... I've always had female friends, but it's always been, like, one very, like, close one. I've only had my one best friend, Lacey, who lives in New York. So, it's hard to, like... I don't know. Female friendships were always just a weird, nuanced thing to me. Um, and I felt like I was missing out because I wasn't in a sorority. I didn't have this, like, group chat of girls, you know. And, like, I still – I look at your friendship sometimes and I envy, like, the sisterhood you have with some people. Anyways, I got a lot of issues. Uh, and br- I'm realizing that I'm bringing that into a new relationship and I don't want to. And so it was nothing that, like, anyone was doing. I'm just becoming more aware that it's okay to have trust issues oh, rather than be like, well, if you – if you if you're not the cool girl, if you're not cool with everything, then no one's going to love you. Okay. Well, I love that you brought this up. <laughs> and I love your Deathly Hallows here. Thank you. He got them for me. Shut the fuck. He did. Actually up. He loves. He loves that. Anyway. Okay, I also love the dynamic between me, you, and him because I try to piggyback off of any nice thing he does for you. I'm like, um, hello, I'm her best friend. You should buy me some. Yeah, no, we're trying to, hey, tweet at him, at Capslap, and make him bring Kate to Philly. We want to go to Philly, but he's got to pay for it. So tweet at him so we can go have a nice vacation with each other. Yeah. Me and Kate, not me and And then him. she can meet all my friends in Philly. Yes, and we can maybe do a live podcast there. Oh, excuse me, baby. Anyways, I'd love it. Maybe we could see if, if you go to Temple. Maybe we could come to Temple. Who knows? Shit, somebody, somebody messaged me from Temple. I fucking left it. Why didn't they message me? Bitch, I went to Temple. Kate is from Philly. <laughs> okay, I'm not from Philly. <laughs> I'm from Wilkes-Barre. Just so you guys know, I finally got to see a map of... of where Wilkes-Barre is and where Philly is. It's so is. far. But if it's I two had, hours. Okay, here's the thing. In my, like, I love Philly. I've been there a couple times, and it has been my favorite it's vacation. It's the greatest city. And so I want to associate you with that town so badly. I mean, I so live badly. there. I live there, but you yeah. don't know where I'm actually from. So, no. Yeah. You're right. But I in my head, Philly and Wilkes-Barre, same place. Oh, they're so, they're so not. Um, okay, but... About that, about yeah. the the trust issues and being like, oh, I just want to be a chill girl or yeah. whatever. I thought about this the other morning. I was Ugh. like, oh, we could really just beat ourselves down about being like, okay, this is what's wrong with me. I don't like this, that, and the third about myself. Mm-hmm. I have to change it. We mm. live in a society where there's very much like catered to change this part of you. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's impossible. Yeah. And you will never stop buying products that make you think that you're on your way to changing something. Ooh, yes, Kate, yes. <laughs> But the point is, is that these are just the parts of you yeah. and you could learn to work with them. Yes. So like when I I recently thought about this, when I have like a, a crippling amount of fear, because I, I said to my therapist, I feel like I bored my therapist the other day because <laughs> I was like talking and she was like, mm-hmm. Because I keep saying, now I feel like, like you're saying this, yep. And I keep saying, happens. but I'm so scared about this and I have so much fear surrounding this. And she doesn't, she just lets me talk about yeah. it. And now I'm like, oh, Right. No one's ever going to be like, okay, your fear is gone now. Yeah. So now you could go do all these things you're scared to and do. And people go into therapy thinking that. Like you're yeah. going to have a few sessions and then you're going to be okay with whatever you went in. No, it's just, it's about. an ongoing thing that you get, just get to talk about. But yeah. I, so I came up with this little mantra Ooh. now. I thought about it yesterday and I wonder if it could help you. Yes, please. Um, it's every time I feel scared and I, or fear, which I think this is what the trust yeah. is rooted it's in. Sca- is it's fear. fear. Oh, absolutely. Um, is that I will stop for a second and mm-hmm. try to not replace the fear because that's impossible, yeah. but try to refocus my attention on a few things that I'm really, really grateful for. Mm. So even though, so like if I'm really scared to like go on a date with someone mm-hmm. or be close to them or something like that, I'm going to stop for a real sec, like really stop mm-hmm. 
focus on yourself and be like, what are some things that I'm super grateful for that are mine and that I'm great? Like mm. I'm thankful for Pete and I'm thankful <laughs> for my friendships and I'm thankful for this podcast and my family and my mm. health. These are things that I'm like, stop for a second. Mm. Awesome. These are my yeah, things. Cause it is really easy when you're feeling fearful or in my case, like insecure, it's easy to go down the rabbit hole of insecurity of like Ooh. all the reasons why, you know, I'm uh, right in having trust issues rather than like stopping and going like, hey, man, anyone would be fucking lucky to be with me, man. And if you fuck that up, that's on you, dog. That ain't on me. And that's what it really stemmed from. I mean, this is a little bit of a right turn, but like I feel like I was feeling bad even though I feel like I've done everything right in the relationship so far. Like I've always been honest and upfront about my feelings and I feel like why did I feel bad why do I have to feel insecure when I'm the one who fucking is liberal and cool and fucking honest Mm -hmm. and shit and so I just I felt it felt unfair and so I just said hey I think we spend the day apart I kind of need some time to just like not be mad at you and Mm -hmm. like not be and it's it was me it was stuff that like see but I say it was me but it wasn't me you know what I mean Mm mm-hmm Fuck, I don't know. I'm confused now. Okay, so I think that... <laughs> let's just address this real quick. Let's unpack it. I love that they say that all the time on Queer yeah. Eye. I fucking love Queer Eye. Let's Did I mention that? This, yes. I love Queer Eye. Hi, okay. Tan. We love you. There's no... Like, okay, so sometimes I went into... Like, I went into therapy the one day and I was just like, okay, I identified all this stuff. So now what? Why yeah. do I have to still feel this it's hurt from it? part of it. But the truth is, is that there is no guarantee. Mm. So I think sometimes you try to combat fear with being like, well, I did all of these steps right. Mm. So I should Should. be rewarded. Mm -hmm. But that's just not how it happens. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just have to take this leap of faith and be like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to. I'm going to try. I know that I did everything in my power yeah. to to attain what I want. Yeah. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. There's. I'm reading this book right now. Mm, tell me about Brene it. Brene Brown. Listen, I can't oh, recommend yes. her enough. I first read The Gift of Imperfection mm. or The Gifts of Imperfection. Really good. The next one in the series is called um, Daring Greatly. Ooh. And it's all about like stepping into the arena and the, there's like, you know, you're never going to be perfect mm-hmm. and you're it's there's never going to be an invitation. The fear mm. will never go away. And it's just about... Going in there and being a part of of it instead yeah. of like being on the sidelines. And it's really it's really yeah. a good book so far. How yeah. are you doing? We got enough about me. How are you doing? We didn't check in with you. Oh, I'm doing. You had a great weekend. I did. I did. I had a really bad uh, last week and last weekend, quite That's honestly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I but I realized that it was a lot of me being like, well, these things are happened to me. And mm. so now I'm sad and everyone should pity me. No. That's how. But that is how I felt. And that's valid. For a little bit, yeah. And now I was like, okay, let's just stop for a second and just why don't you start taking what what would take care of yourself? Like yeah. what would actually real self-care mm-hmm. instead of hiding? I do a lot of hiding behind mm-hmm. things. Um so I was like, okay, I think that I want to write and I want to um I want to sleep in. I want to get myself a couple nice new shirts. Yes. And so I did. Yes. One of them. Oh, it looks good too. It's a nice color for you. Thank you. It's very Sabrina. And I know you've been <gasps> wanting to do Sabrina. That's the my thing. Witch shit. I know. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. You're killing it. Yeah. So I had a really good weekend and I uh, hung out with Pete and I slept a ton. I really needed a lot of sleep. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm good. Good. Yeah. I'm excited for you. Thanks, man. You know what makes Kate happy that I want to just touch on really quickly? Nashville. The show and the city. It does. It does. When you did that dating show for BuzzFeed, you wanted to go to Nashville so fucking bad. I started it to go to Nashville. I know. <laughs> we never got I know. to go. And then we were just talking before the podcast started about how Nashville is the what? It's the it's like the number one um, bachelorette party city. Are you joking my ass? That sounds like the we best. You can't say are you joking my ass. That's not our joke. Oh. Are you joking my cunt? What? Are you Ryan real? Flanagan, if you want to be on the podcast. I saw him walking down. Did you just wink? I did. You want to fuck Ryan Flanagan? I didn't say that. I did not say it. You're winking. <laughs> Am he's I? A guy, he's the guy from Funny or Die. Yeah. And he has this bit where he says, oh, you're joking my ass. And that's where we got it It's from. hilarious. And we can't guys, stop saying it. You guys should go watch his stuff. Uh, so, are you joking my ass? <laughs> the, Nashville sounds like the fucking... Best vacation getaway. I, I went there once. Uh, I have friends from Nashville, and so I went down there once for like this. It doesn't matter, but I was down there with my friend Mary, and we went to go like look around the town. 
And we'd stop into bars, so we were just getting, like, a little, like, we were just staying tipsy all day. Mm. Let me tell you, it's impossible to just stay tipsy, and it is very easy to stay hammy <laughs> all day. Because I was like, oh, they're like, where are you guys from? And I was like, oh, we're from Pennsylvania. All the way from Pennsylvania. And then they'd give a, you a shot, like, on the house, or someone would buy oh, it for man. you. And, I mean, granted, it was, like, Monday during yeah. the day, so anyone who's in a bar in the yeah, middle of the day, are like, drink. please get drunk with yes. me. But they were like... The shots were like freaking this. They were half a cup of, of shot. Dude, it was, yes, it was crazy. And it was in the summertime, so we were sweating. Dude, we need to go down there. I really want to go. I know. I have friends there, too. You'd love them. I try, me and my best friend, Lacey, we try and do this thing every year where we meet up somewhere, mm-hmm. like, because she lives on the East Coast, I'm on the West Coast. So we wanted to be, our thing was to go to Nashville this year, but then... It was too expensive. So now we just booked our tickets to go to Portland. I've never nice. been to Portland before. <laughs> you ever been to Portland? I have for the dating show. Oh, my God. And that's where that guy was from from the very first episode. Remember the guy I was just going to go and have a bunch of sex yes. with? Yeah. Yeah, he sent me the dick pic, and then uh, now we have a talk. Oh, my God. Was that the dick pic that, we, that started this whole podcast? The dick pic that started the podcast. Oh! creator and worked at BuzzFeed for how long were you here? Five fucking Five years. years. Five years. Damn. A long time. You One just made the time. announcement that you gone. Bye. You peaced out. She's freaking gone, but she's here right now. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greater and bigger and better things. I just heard you on Grace's podcast. Yes, and uh, Grace was here. Yes, and then Grace was here. What a world. So you guys should go listen <laughs> to Ashley's interview because I don't want to like repeat ourselves of, of how because you did such a good job of talking about just like when you know it's time to flourish and like mm-hmm. flock and like growing and um, leaving, and living, living the flock. Lo- yeah. So tell it. Flock, block. We, we, we know about all the sh- wonderful shit you've done here, but like, talk about how, is it scary? Was it scary to make the decision to leave? Oh my God. Yeah. It's just like basically opening yourself up to rejection. That's what I'm, what I'm doing. Leaving is always a hard thing, but at some point you start to feel like a fifth year senior. Yeah. Literally, like I've been here five years and I didn't recognize like half the people who were here. And yeah. so it also just felt the biggest thing actually that made me realize it was time to go besides my contract being up <laughs> was um, I I did that dance video and I realized mm, that, that, that was, was great. that was a thank you that was the first time I had been scared in like two years wow because I had just been doing this so long yeah. yeah and that even though things like seem scary to other people it's kind of our jobs to like be making videos and doing stuff but that dance video I was terrified out of my mind and, the like, dance video she's talking about we'll link it it was where you tried to learn how to dance in thirty days but not just like dance you fucking sexy dance sexy it was basically flash dance like and i didn't know until that day that i was wearing like a low-cut halter dude that she did this thing like if this is her whole budget like a pelvic pop and hit the floor pussy pop you pop your pussy onto the floor i did indeed and then popped her back up i feel like too (laughs) in our industry it's a really scary and exciting time right now for women and i feel like it, it, it's confidence boosting because it's like, oh, I feel like I could finally leave, you know, the system and mm-hmm. kind of be my own thing. But then you get out there and you realize, like, there's a million women trying to do the same thing. I, yes, I've been auditioning now and it's it's like La La Land. You just sit in a room of ethnically ambiguous people and you're like, Damn. okay, cool. I literally was in an audition and the woman picked up the phone like at the front and she was like yeah it doesn't matter as long as they're diverse yeah uh, it's fine and I was like oh my god Hollywood is crazy yeah. like you forget because we're in this like nice yeah. little bubble here I think something that's interesting too is like learning when to leave a place I remember there was a venture capitalist who came to BuzzFeed and she worked at Google first was like ah, one of the I first remember her. Remember? yeah she was one of the first um like 
hundred or less than employees at Google. Whoa. And then she left and her parents, everyone thought she was crazy. Cause like, why would you leave Google? Yeah. And she's like, well, it just grew beyond what it felt like in the beginning. Mm. And there's no more, it just, at some point a company becomes just a business mm-hmm. and it's not mm-hmm. the growing part of it. Mm-hmm. And then she went to Facebook, same thing. One of the first hundred employees, she Holy left shit. Facebook and it, yeah, now she's a very important venture capitalist. <laughs> she's fine. <laughs> she's fine. But she also had that moment of like, I'm going to leave. And I've kind of I have that now with like relatives and people being like, why mm-hmm. did you leave BuzzFeed? Mm-hmm. Now that people finally know what BuzzFeed is, they're yeah. like, why would, why you, would you ever leave, leave that yeah. comfortable position? But mm-hmm. you know what? You know what I've listened to yeah. this morning? Oprah's podcast. I, other, said, I listened to it. Did you listen to it? Did you, which one did you listen to? Brene Brown. I listened to both of the Brene Browns. Listen, you guys know right how now. I feel about Brene Brown. Yeah. Fucking love her. And uh, she's on Oprah's podcast as a two-parter. Uh, but <laughs> listening this morning... <laughs> this morning to the Pocahontas soundtrack. Oh. And she sings just around the riverbed. Yes. Do I choose the smoothest course? Steady Steady as a beating beating drum. Should I marry Coco Wub? It's all my... I know we can't put this on YouTube. Yeah, we for sure don't have that. But we can put it on iTunes, right? Yeah. Or do you still wait for me? What's what's the... Basically, it's like, do I choose... So it's like... A lot of people choose the smoothest course mm. because they're never going to go see what's around the riverbend because it might be a waterfall or jagged or scary or something like that. Maybe it's a dead end. You don't know. And so you're like, I'll just choose this nice, Safe. smooth course, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. That's what some yeah. people want. But sometimes I think if you if you want the adventure and what got you into this business mm-hmm. is like that excitement and yes. like that feeling of a the new hunger. idea and being like, yeah, I want to do this Chasing new something. Yeah. yeah. And being like just excited about it and having all this energy that comes yeah. with excitement mm-hmm. then Man. that's what you, you got to follow it even though now it's I just want to listen to Pocahontas damn it yeah, yeah I think it's really welcome. easy you have to, a drive home yeah. <laughs> I think it's really easy too to get comfortable like you were saying where when you're in a job where it's a steady paycheck you're getting paid like every two weeks you have health mm-hmm. insurance mm-hmm. and like the culture here is really fun you know like yeah. we have a lot of parties there's a lot of events to go to Lots of young fun people young fun friends. talented people yeah like your friends are yeah. uh, i mean you had a lot of friends it's you're weird. in a sorority yeah. but like we, your close people are here and it's like and you're a wonderful lovely person Thank you. yeah yeah, yeah that's i it. paid for my friends <laughs> shit no but i think it's it's really easy to get comfortable to a place where you're like yeah this is what i want when you were talking about like the whole reason why we got into this business is because i think in a weird way we're all like kind of hustlers like that never gets taken away no matter what your paycheck looks like or what your instagram following Mm -hmm. looks like is that you always feel like you could be doing more but Mm -hmm. how do you balance between feeling like you're not doing enough and that you are enough Wow, this is my fucking life right now. I, <laughs> in the months since I've left, I've realized that I am super bad at like feeling feelings. Mm. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> all I, all I, I'm so, I have literally in my pocket, oh, I put it over there. I constantly just carry to-do lists around mm, with same. me. And I realize that like every time in the car, every time I have a second, all I'm thinking about is what I need to do, how I could be improving. Like, wow, my Spanish should be better. I'm going to take Spanish classes. I need to learn how to dance. I don't feel comfortable. So I'm trying to constantly optimize, mm. but it's exhausting to be a human and try <laughs> and optimize yourself all the time. Yeah. And so I think I'm trying to like figure out bigger life philosophies that ground my decision making Mm -hmm. so that I'm not constantly just trying to be 1% better at everything that I am. Oh my God. You really need to. Because Ashley and I, we hung out the other day and we went shopping together. We got these clothes. We got these clothes. Great clothes. (laughs) Great update. Um, But we, uh, I told her about, I just talked about it earlier, Daring Greatly, Renee Brown. And it talks about the idea of like we live in a never enough society Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like we're never. Yeah. And like never this enough, never that enough, never thin enough, never pretty enough, never rich enough, never successful mm-hmm. enough, and all of these things, and we wake up always never being enough. Yeah. And e- that even comes down to, which is pretty crazy, like she put it down and it, it like it, it felt like it kicked me in the chest. She was like, and that never enough then turns into uh, criticism and advice. Oh, and I was like, oh, because... Like, that's one thing that I, like, and I feel like you're really good at advice, too, yeah. is, like, mm-hmm. it's sort of like, oh, I could I could put this advice out there for you, mm-hmm. but that's really just coming from a critical, judgmental mm-hmm. point, it, not in a bad way, it's like, a, it's the lemonade of the lemons that you were given, yeah. but it doesn't necessarily, like, that's why when people are like, why can't you take your own advice? It's like, uh, because I'm not that nice, I have the judgmental yeah. part yeah. inside yeah. my own head, I'm nice to you, yeah. the advice goes to you, but I'm... 
judging yeah, myself. Yeah, judging myself. It and really it, is hard to just fucking be a human being. The yeah. being is the hardest part. It's so much easier to be a human doing. That's <laughs> great. Whoa, yeah. write that shit down. You had a really good tweet that you showed me this morning that was like, it's so expensive to be alive and I'm not even having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have to find out who that was. We'll quote tweet. Yeah, it's so our, fucking funny. Twitter. That went viral. She's hilarious. Um, oh yeah, but it really is. And then I think we make ourselves, well, I know I do at least, I make myself feel bad when I'm not operating at 100%. But what that really does is then it creates these weeks at a time where I'm only functioning at like 50% yeah, yeah. rather than being like, okay, I need to just take this time and like... Or less, you get sick in your body literally. Sometimes yeah. I love getting sick because mm. it's proof that you're just a person mm. and literally your body, when you're sick, there's nothing you can do to make a cold go faster except nothing. Yeah. You have to sleep. You have to... You just have to yeah. drink liquids and shit and yeah. sleep. And that's the opposite of every way that I live yeah. my life of like there must be something yeah. I can do to get better mm-hmm. and honestly like sickness is a reminder that sometimes the thing that you can do to get better is just rest mm-hmm. what's something that you could tell us like what have you been doing that you're really excited about because I saw I've seen some tweets about a podcast that's yes. happening I've seen you working with another uh, uh, BuzzFeed employee that used to work here Amanda Holland who mm-hmm. has the what's it called she uh, Girlship TV Girlship TV yeah. uh, check out that YouTube channel it's for so sure good. What I, else have you been doing? Because it seems been, like you're fucking everywhere. You got your fingers all in pots. I do. I have an audition tomorrow. <laughs> I, honestly, do. I've been di- auditioning a lot for stuff, which is, I'm sorry, T-Rex hands. <laughs> Probably why I don't get any of the parts because I go in like this. <laughs> um, hey, I'm actually <laughs> nice to meet you. Um, I The weird part about this period of time is that I have to just put it out there Mm. and be uncertain. And Mm. I have not had that for five years. If I wanted to make something happen at BuzzFeed, I knew who to email, what to do about it, and how to make it happen. I am now just like trusting myself, trusting my work, trusting that I'm good enough. Like it's bringing up all these insane insecurities that Mm. I did not realize I had because I just have to be like, you know what? I can do this. And if they don't pick me, it's not about me. It's just part of this process. Um, But I am like, I'm currently, I have a book proposal out. A podcast (laughs) proposal out. I have, I'm starting to write um, like... Henry Lovner and I are writing a movie. Oh my god, Henry then, used to work here too. Mm-hmm. He's a great, incredible filmmaker. Yeah, uh, just kind of everything. Yeah. I'm like doing a little bit of everything, but then also nothing actively. Like no one is paying me to do anything. Right Which now. is scary, right? Yeah. Because you go from having, like I said, a paycheck. paycheck to like now you, if you don't do something. You're not getting paid that yeah. way. It's crazy because we're so fast here. Yeah. We're so fast. There were times when, like, I mean, even with, unfortunately, Ashley. Oh, my God. Oh my How God. fast did you write that? It was, like, a, a week. week. A oh week. Kate yeah. wrote a series sure. in a week. Both series in yeah. a week. Two seasons of Ashley's series so, and, in a week. And it was just, and then before you know it, Ashley's, like, putting together, we're putting together cast lists. Mm-hmm. We're putting together, it's, like, before you, it's, boom, it's and then ready to shooting. go. And then shooting all the, all day, but... I feel like you're so used to being like, you know, in this environment, in the, like the digital media environment, there's really no time for patience. Patience actually will will set you back. The weirdest thing, have you guys had any generals before? Do you yes. know what that is? So a general, for people who don't know, is just a meeting that mm-hmm. is just to see how you... It's like a weird fucking first date. Yeah. But there's no... At least on there's a first no date, you're like, are we going to kiss? Are we yeah. going to whatever? On a, on a general, you just meet to see if you click. And then maybe in three months, they'll call you and be like, we liked you. And you're just sitting like, what What did I say? God. What am I here for? And you don't know whether to pitch yourself well, or whether I, to I like... I was just going to say, though, what I love about you is like your confidence in, oh, in, in not only pitching yourself, but I... <laughs> I remember when, seriously, when I first started BuzzFeed, Ashley was like one of the first people to be friends with me and she had been a veteran and I was like, wow, like she's, she's got her shit so together. And then getting to know you, you're, you were like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just kind of doing it and see it. Until you make yeah, it. Fake it till you make it. And like you, I would be in meetings with you and just my mouth would be jaw open. I would just be like, are you fucking kidding me? You would sound so smart and eloquent and she just took charge of the room. And what you were saying when you are talking about going auditions where it's like kind of the wild, wild west yeah. and you don't really know. Yeah. What I was going to say is what I loved about your confidence that it was something I learned and it was also a good piece of advice someone gave me once whenever, and especially if any of our viewers are going through like job changes or auditioning for some weird reason or whatever. Um, the people in the room... Some weird reason. Well, I don't know. How many of us are you in the want- entertainment industry? But <laughs> like, lot. an audition is an interview. It's an audition. Is, yeah. a, um, is that the person in the room wants you to be the person that gets yeah, the job. Yeah. That was good advice. You gave me that like, advice. You, the, the casting director wants you to, to be succeed. the best person. It makes yeah. their job easier. And same 
same with going in job yeah. interviews. I think we get really nervous, especially as women, to be pitching ourselves to go in there and go look at all these great things I am and can do. Mm-hmm. But they they want that. They want yeah. you to be the best person for the job. Yeah. yeah, and I also think that sometimes it becomes a reflection of our worth of like who we are or something yeah. like that. But that's just not true. Mm-hmm. It's just not. It's no, not the, and and I, we've I, been I, on the other side of casting and interviewing yeah. where honestly sometimes it's they're the an amazing actor and a great person, but yeah. it's just not the part. It's not the right part. It's mm-hmm. not the right fit. Um, yeah. I've also just been trying to, like, I really do believe, I don't really believe, like, in God, per se, like, capital G, but I believe that, like, the universe, mm. we were talking about Paulo Coelho from The Alchemist, mm. like, mm. the universe conspires in your favor, and there is some kind of sense of, I actually like that I don't have control right now. Ooh, I'm whoa. Just putting you, it out there. Yeah, it like, no changes. You have control over how you react to yes, things. Exactly. And that's sort of, like, the first biggest lesson that you could do is like because I also like I same thing I've been with you in meetings and been like what the fuck what yeah, the, how are the all these fuck? words what are you talking yeah. about and that's why it's always so funny to be on like the outside and to see someone and be like you yeah. know you know you're great right yeah. like you know that you're great yeah. there's not it's so funny because it's we always think we have to learn more and put more inside yeah. of us Ooh, when yeah. really we just have to like trust what's in there and yeah learn yeah. more too don't yeah. you know but and taking shit on yourself. Yeah. I do this a lot where I'm afraid taking to give up. Taking a shit up. on yourself. Taking, I show do myself. Everyone shit on yeah, yourself. Yeah, unless you're doing it. We don't shave here. Yeah. But like being able to give away parts of you to, yeah. to, to let up someone else help. Like mm-hmm. so like your manager or your agent. You just fully have to now trust someone else to take a big role and a big yeah. arm in your yeah. career. And to me it's like, well, if I'm not the one in the room and I'm not the one sending the email yeah. and I'm not the one talking on the phone, then how, it's not going to go How right. do I know that they're pitching Yeah, and you right have to way. trust people how and you I have know? to trust the universe that, that, that people want you to win. The and other thing that I would say, though, is like you have to let that control up, but you actually have to – you have to be the one to tell people who you are, including mm. your managers, agents, or whatever, whoever is an important part of your life. Because if you don't, people will use you and shape you mm. to be what you want. And like to Britney Spears. Yeah, literally, oh. though. But you feel like, honestly, listening to Oprah's podcast, I'm like, she is so centered and knows who she is. But mm-hmm. it's because she is like actively practicing knowing herself Mm. so that the world doesn't shake her they asked her if she was i watched this interview with jimmy kimmel and they're like are you gonna respond were you gonna ever respond to donald trump's tweet and she's like no (laughs) she literally laughed out loud she's like why the hell would i do that that was so gross that doesn't mean any but she knows who she is yeah him calling her insecure is like clearly someone is projecting yeah dude he honestly (sighs) I don't, we don't we don't talk about him a lot on here. Yeah. I've never used the word president and then said his name since yeah, same, he's gone same. into office. I refuse to. Yeah. And I it piss I can't talk about it without getting like so mad. Spirally. And yeah. I feel like we do we don't talk a lot about politics on here just yeah. because I think yeah. it's so shoved in our fucking face because mm-hmm. now it's a part of pop culture, which is like supposed to be the thing that we kind of yeah. be mindless to. There's no like safe space anymore yeah, to I talk also, about it. I also think that there it's like there's a weird culture now of like you're right or wrong. Yeah, it's where, binary. It's completely which binary. Which is why I'll bring it back to Queer Eye as many chances oh, as I can. Yeah. But I love that they were just sort of like, this is what you think. This is what I think. Let's try to find mm-hmm. our common ground mm-hmm. so we can understand each other. And it's I think that that's like really yeah. important because I, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't want anyone to follow other people blindly yeah. in any way, whether it's what I consider right or wrong. Yeah. I just think that everyone is so incredibly capable of... Yeah learning what they you know what they believe in and and following that and whatnot but I think with politics the thing that I've come to because I get that exact Mm -hmm. same feeling I get so angry I want to like tweet mean things at him and then I just like take a breath and then realize that like we all each have only a finite amount of energy Mm -hmm. and instead of using that energy to combat and 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 agree with their agenda Mm -hmm. or or even just acknowledge it use that energy to put something good in the world like that's how I feel you know like I've been doing these dumb tweets that are just like fortunes because I realized my feed was becoming so toxic Mm -hmm. and so and I was like you know I'm gonna put something funny into the world yeah it's not that I'm not gonna be engaged I still engage I still but I take breaks it's also not okay to have it on constantly Mm because you will lose your goddamn mind yeah but but I also think it's just like you know what I'm just going to actively choose to not waste my yeah. energy on this wasted yeah. space. And it makes that me sad because Donald people, I, I, I struggle with, and I, I'm sure you 
can identify with this too. It's like people also look to us to say things. Yeah, yeah. And like I worry that it, it, and the worst thing I don't ever want to become like a Taylor Swift where she's not saying anything yeah. because she yeah. doesn't want to piss either side off or whatever and yeah. she has all those problems but I like you were saying like we still are engaged I just don't necessarily always make it a public thing yeah totally like I still keep yeah. it to myself also, the media I, we make is enough of a statement against yeah. everything they mm-hmm. believe in I also really think that sometimes people confuse and we've talked about this before I think um that book uh the what was it the War of Art. Yeah, the yeah, War yeah. of Art where yeah. sometimes you you could be an activist and an artist or mm-hmm. but then you don't have to be both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. Like I don't want Katy Perry speaking for me. No, yeah. I yeah. don't want her I want yeah. her to keep singing yeah. beautiful songs. <laughs> I don't necessarily want, but I, but then again, then there's like someone like when LeBron James was talking about yeah. stuff, and that one was like maybe he should just stick to dribbling yeah. basketball. It's like, like, but I agree know. with what he's. Yeah. It's, it's when you have something that you need to say, but you don't. If when you have something you need to say, fantastic. Where whatever your platform is, fucking do it. Yeah. But if you feel like you need to say something... Because you have a platform. Because you have a platform, mm-hmm. give it to someone else. And I would rather have other people who actually mm-hmm. really know mm-hmm. what they're talking about. I'd rather quote them and mm-hmm. say their stuff yeah. and, and have them speak and give them the, you know, the yeah. platform than being like, oh, it might be cool to be like a trend to be yeah. an activist now. Like, mm-hmm. no, I'll, this isn't new. My thoughts on all of this yeah. stuff, they're not really mm-hmm. new. Yeah. So, well, it reminds me of the tattoo that you have. Your stay in your lane. Oh, yeah, line. yeah. It's, it's a, what does it say? It's in your lane. I-Y-L. Yeah, it means in your, in your lane. lane. And it's almost like, it's not crossing over into anything that you don't want to be a mm-hmm. part of. Does yeah. That, yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think, yeah, in your lane to me is like, don't worry about sometimes things are bandwagon and they can be good or bad like mm-hmm. but for instance if you feel like you support <coughs> gun control and you support these parkland students you do not have to then become the activist mm. support them support vote. emma gonzalez vote don't boot vote <laughs> dude that is oh, yeah Ugh, uh-huh. brock can I we know. just take I a just moment for brock i fucking miss him i what a glorious anytime i, I find pictures yeah. of him that are just beautiful i retweet them just so people yeah. have yes. it voting mm. voting is i think if if you can yes um if you are out there and you're like i feel very passionately about this thing i'm not going to tell you how to feel or which way to feel i know how i feel mm-hmm. um i think it's very important to get involved specifically in the midterm elections yes, if you please. don't like the way things are going and you want things to change mm-hmm. that's how you could actually make I learned yes. that. Is what we about local Philly. elections. Yeah. Your... So Philadelphia right now, they just finally voted to redistrict the um, courts. And so we can win six seats in Philadelphia That's if you huge. go and six seats. Out of, we only need 24 seats. We only need 24 seats to win back the House. And then Donald Trump can do none of this. So it is hyper, hyper, yeah. hyper important. If it's, you are 17 yeah. and a half right now, yeah. register to vote. Vote wherever you are. And it's get not your just the presidential vote, which I feel like is something that people think, okay, well, there's one day a year yeah. where I can get off to do time. It's your gubernatorial races. Yeah. It's your Senate seats. It's- and Democrats traditionally don't vote outside of the presidential races, mm-hmm. which is why the Republicans control all houses mm-hmm. of Congress. They control 33 governorships. The, yeah, that's why we don't live in a dictatorship. We mm-hmm. don't have just one guy saying yes or no to everything. Mm-hmm. We have a whole, like, it's a whole system of people that we also get a say in so if we could um maybe maybe we should like one week have a voter campaign voter campaign or like 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 a night like we'll go into different um i don't know we'll just have like an educational sort of thing okay totally Um, going off of that we want to involve you in helping us go over a fan question slash update about three weeks ago on the podcast we read a question cold yeah okay Uh, we read a question from a girl who wrote in and and i'll just do a quick recap actually so you can understand who we're talking to and then also for the listeners she wrote in saying that her best friend who's a female Mm -hmm. and another male who they were like a trio of three best friends in high school yeah they used to the her Uh, best friend and him used to date 
and it wasn't oh, anything the girl serious. And the guy used to her date, best yeah. girlfriend okay. and her best guy friend used to date in high school. Best guy friend did shitty things where I think he cheated, right? Oh, gotcha. Uh, yeah, he cheated. Okay, he cheated on her best friend, so they broke off him uh-huh. from the friendship group. So now it's been ten years Ooh, since what is this? they this were is like all. A story. Yeah, but she's <laughs> she's still BFFs with the girl. Okay. So the girl and her, whenever the girl's she, getting married, the girl is happy in a relationship. Is going to be uh, engaged by the end of the year. She said. So anytime they talk about the guy she always kind of shuts it down and talks the about the one who oh, dated him yeah the one okay. she dated she oh he's an asshole da, da, da. so guy friend yeah reached out to her uh-huh. being like let's hang out they and met up. they met up and they are hooking up now but anytime she tries to tell her best friend anytime she mentions his name the best friend goes like oh i don't want to like oh that guy uh, and she's just kind of over it yeah how so our, old how old were they when he cheated on high her? school like senior, oh okay so year. it is still i think that's still traumatic when it yeah. happens, but it's been 10 years, and so she's afraid. She's like, do I tell my best friend? Not before, well, I don't know. See, or, we are, see this wedding. is what we, oh, yeah, but, so we told her that you have to be honest with your best friend. Yeah, you yeah. Do. Because she's in another relationship, she yeah. wants you to be happy, and the, I think the thing that she would be most upset about is lying. Lying, yeah. yeah for sure. So now so. we, she heard the podcast. We were going to call her, and she's apparently got updates for us. Oh, shit. So wow. it yeah. could be good. It could be terrible. What a light. Wait, how fun. Okay, let's <laughs> see. Uh, we also can't say her name, so we're going to have to give her a five. A pseudonym? Five. Yes. Uh, sleep. What is it in Sleepless in Seattle? Let's just call her Caller. Dear Caller. Dear Caller. Oh, okay. I like it. She can give herself a name. Using Hello? Hi, yeah. this is Kelsey to Kate, and we have our special guest, Ashley Perez. Hi. Oh, hi, how are you? Good. Can you hear us okay? Yes, I can. Okay, so we're not going to say your name, but we want to give you a fake name so that we can talk about you. So we're just going to call you Caller, because this Caller. is also the first time we've ever done this. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's exciting. Okay, okay. so yeah, caller. That yes, works. you're caller now. So we've given Ashley a brief update and the listeners a brief update of the last two weeks or three weeks ago when we read your question and we gave you some advice. But apparently you've got some updates for us, right, girl? Yes, I've got some updates for you. Okay, so um, first of all, thank you. So advice was helpful. Oh. And so I ended up, it was just, it was a lot. Okay, so I wanted to clear up a little bit because Kate said maybe she needed a little more context. Mm, and sure. um, so, yeah, in high school, we were really just best friends. I never really looked at him in that way. Mm. He was sort of, you know, a best friend brother type. Mm. And so I just never thought, oh, wow, maybe I like, I would like this guy. No, I actually, um, I'm the one I introduced him to my best friend. Oh. And so... Yeah, so then we all became, you know, the best friend trio and everything, and um, he actually lived with my family for about a year because he had issues with his family, mm. and so my family loved them, and so we were all just really close. Oh. And, um, yeah. So <laughs> we just, we bonded over different, you know, like, we had some same common interests and everything, so just a little bit of background content. Yeah, for sure. For that. that makes sense that you guys yeah. are super close. So that you tight. you and him were friends even first. prior to to them dating. Friend. Yeah. Got it. Got okay. It. That changes yeah. a lot. Yeah. It does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so um it was weird because I just wanted to keep it like a friends with benefits thing. Mm. But for Christmas, when he came to visit, he came to visit to our hometown because I was also visiting our hometown, hometown as well. Mm, he hometown. surprised my family and he surprised us with gifts. Oh. And I'm thinking, no, what? No, this is not the protocol. <laughs> yeah. So, it's a gentleman. Um, that's not how it works. And then, um, and like after, you know, I messaged. And so it just got too much for me, and I couldn't, you know, keep lying to my best friend about that. I just felt horrible. Mm. So I told him, and, you know, I didn't think about that. Kate mentioned if he had ever asked me, and I didn't think about that at all because that's major as well. Yeah. So I told him, and I said, hey, you know, this is what's happening. I feel really guilty, and so I can't keep doing this if I don't tell her because it's going to ruin our friendship. Mm-hmm. And you know, you haven't really asked me about how I feel about this, and you know how close I am with her. Right. And he said, you know, I kind of assumed you told her, <gasps> which 
I don't know why, but he said, you know, I thought you would have told her because you two are so close, but I just didn't really want to bring it up. I thought it was sort of an awkward topic. And yeah. um, he said, you know, but I'll support you and, you know, what your decision is. And if what do you want to tell her, do you want to call me after or do you want me to talk to her? So oh. I just, I'm just going to tell her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, one week when I went home, I was just preparing myself, you know, I was about to think, all right, she's going to hate me forever. She's going to break up our friendship, but that's it. And I told her, and she was, well, she was shocked at wow. the fact that it was him. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't completely angry. She went, you know, I am completely over that. That was years ago. Yay! I was in a relationship. Yeah, so... I was bawling my eyes out. Oh, oh my God. We're not going to be friends anymore. And I ruined it. And she said, no, no, no. I said, you know, I'm just shocked that, you know, you have a fuck buddy. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I know. So um, are you guys still boning? No. Oh. No. I, we're not. He actually, he said, you know, he said he developed feelings for me. Uh-oh. And, Plot twist. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> and so I've never had a boyfriend before. Mm. And I don't, I don't want my first boyfriend to be in another state. Well, he's in another state. Oh, right? yeah. And, you know, I know we can't go on dates or mm. like maybe we'll see each other maybe about once a month or something mm. like that. But um, he was okay with it. I explained to him. I said, look, you know, I don't, maybe it's not the right time. He said, no, it's okay. It's definitely not the, maybe it's not the right time, maybe in the future. Mm-hmm. But um, we're still friends. And so everybody's kind of, everybody knows. Mm. Um, well, I'm friends with both of them. How do you feel um, now that you friend. got that off your chest? Uh, Oh, so much better. Yay! <laughs> so much better. It's ridiculous. I um, There's not that much of... I still do feel a little bit bad that, you know, I did let it go that long without telling her. Mm. Well, but, you were um, scared. That's okay. I, yeah, you, we all do that new. shit. It's, and you knew. And that's why you reached okay. out. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. I don't think you should beat yourself up about feeling how you feel. That shit happens all the time when you least expect it. Mm-hmm. And Literally, no one's perfect. You're yeah. just a human. Yeah. But it, it is really cool that you actually <laughs> you. reached out to her Thank and you. were able to be honest with all parties. Because mm. now, I think the biggest thing that's scary is you just don't know until you know. Mm. You know, honesty, like, communication True. is so fucking underrated. Yeah. I swear yeah. to God, like, we have people write in all the time with similar situations or like you know cheating scenarios or like emotional cheating or whatever it is and I feel like so much of this can just come from being honest and it's Mm -hmm. a risk I mean you were taking a risk by telling your friend you could have you know she could have reacted the complete opposite and you could have lost your best friend but I think being honest Mm -hmm. and not letting that weight continue mm-hmm. to build that's when that's when shit does get bad mm-hmm. is like when you keep things inside yeah. so for Brene brown said when shame is like kept in the only thing that makes shame grow is being kept inside so yeah. when it's a secret it just keeps growing Ooh. and that feeling keeps it's good right it's good, <laughs> it's good. Yes. but wow. i think you were i think you were really brave by yeah. telling her and i hope you're really proud of yourself because you that's like be. a really big step and it's a good it's a good step in your friendship now yeah. you know because if you're doing everything right and you're sort of like I haven't made any mistakes of course that person is going to stand by you but I think like a really really great mm-hmm. moment is when you do something or they do something that uh just could make the other one really upset and could hurt the other one or mm-hmm. it has that potential and then you guys like talk through it and you mm-hmm. decide like no our friendship is more important yeah mm-hmm. and we're gonna see each other through mm-hmm. all of this it's so great yeah and also it's a good yeah. it's a good step in and you said you've never had a boyfriend but like that's also a good quality to have before mm-hmm. you get into a relationship mm-hmm. is the fact that you can be open and you can be honest and you can recognize when you make you know quote unquote a mistake and yeah. how you can remedy it mm-hmm. and i think you're a badass and i hope mm-hmm. you fucking yeah, like Kate said, I hope you're proud of yourself because you should be. Yeah, but we're happy we're for proud you. Of you. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm about to cry. Oh, no, no crying, only happy tears. Well, you can you cry. Can cry. Yeah, crying's okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Sorry, I'm the one that doesn't feel emotions and doesn't cry, so Crying's don't listen fine. to me. Um, well, okay, well, we're really happy for you, and will you keep us please updated on your love life because we're rooting for you? Yeah. 
Uh, I definitely will. Thank you so much. And if you're ever in Orlando, Florida, I will get you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Really help me. I'm in Orlando all the time. I'm from Tampa, so I will hit a bitch up. <laughs> all right. Hit me up. Don't, I got you. Oh, all right, girl. Well, have a good rest of your weekend, and we love you. Bye. I love you, too. Bye. Bye. Oh, what a great Affirming. How great! I We're so happy. happy. This is yeah. in Seattle shit. Y'all are modern day Nora Ephron. Well, it was just one of those Thank ones you. that like stuck with me. Like I yeah. was really wondered how she was doing. If you guys like that, if you guys want more caller updates, let us know, and we'll be sure to fucking. Yeah. Um, that's a good segment. That's yeah, a great I love segment. it. Yeah. You know what else we should do? Our new segment, and Ashley, you could do take part in this too, is we've decided, uh, because you guys are always asking us what we're reading, what we're listening oh, to, I what we're watching, yeah. Yeah. we figured we're going to do a little segment. We don't know what it's going to be called yet. We just wrote down the adult thing. <laughs> so like each week we're going to share one thing that we think is helping us be better adults oh, because this is so adult many. shit yes. with a one. The podcast, we fuck up, you don't have them. Uh, so my one, ad- I'll start. <laughs> take some like secret drugs no but i i should (laughs) pop an adderall because it's monday um okay i have one thing that i love so much and i've talked about the guys we fucked podcast oh yeah which Mm -hmm. is my favorite podcast uh christina and corinne they came out with a book called fucked uh, how to be sexually (laughs) open in a world of shame and all that stuff and i keep trying to get kate to write it or read it and i keep dogging it write it it out yeah Yeah. i keep like dog earring pages that i'm like oh i need to come bring this on the podcast but what i've been doing with this book is me and the dj my boyfriend (laughs) every night we decide to read a chapter together so either i pick one out and read it with him or he picks out aloud yeah read it out loud to each other because each chapter it covers a really like taboo topic Mm. everything from like butt stuff not just girl butt stuff but guy butt stuff i just wait what i agree and i think it's beautiful and i don't mean to shame or judge or anything but it's so on brand for you to be like my boyfriend and I read each other butt stuff before bed. <laughs> That's why I wanted we to say it. We read each other book called Fuck. I mean, yeah. It's so it's just, I couldn't have written it better for <laughs> you. Like, we, we, I'm very sexually open. I have zero problems talking about any you? of this shit. Yes, me. No. But this book has caused us to have conversation oh, in a way. And so in we a read a chapter. Yeah. And then we talk about it. And it's been, I mean. Book club. Boyfriend book club. Boyfriend book club. Ooh. And I was. Stuff, and it, even book girlfriend. Club. Because they're very inclusive. They, they, they don't just like gender. They're just really It's good. not just peens and jeans. Yeah. It's not just peens and jeans. Um, Ashley. And <laughs> I like that. Uh, I think especially if you are in a relationship and we get a lot of these emails where they'll be like, I want to have a threesome with my boyfriend, but I don't Ooh. know how to like bring up the subject yeah this book covers fucking everything hell yeah unintended and it's just a really good one it's helping me become more communicative and more adult like if you will those were air quotes that's my adult thing for the week kate what's yours <laughs> i'm that i have so many books right now that i'm like working mm-hmm. on finishing it's it all depends be a book or a tv show it could be I, just a thing you like but I am right now. I know I've brought her up so many fucking times. Yes. If anyone wants to tweet Brene Brown and see if she will be on this you podcast. Tweet it. Okay. Vulnerability. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> Just read fucking tweet it then. But Brene Brown's daring greatly. That's what I'm Yes, mine's coming right today. Now. Hell yeah, dude. Kate was like, go get it. And then yeah. I got it. And people keep writing in being like, I'm so Opera glad you Kate. talk about Brene Brown because yeah. she's like kind of a, uh, in our age group, I feel like a more unknown mm-hmm. activist. Mm-hmm leader yeah she's great and i also think that there was like another thing that i've been trying to remember it kind of goes in line with her book is that i do this thing sometimes where i look up to people a little bit too much Mm -hmm. and i'll like sort of give them this power Mm -hmm. like i'll put so many other people like literally everyone on a pedestal so it's not even like a pedestal it's just a level and i'm I'm like in a ditch you're in a pedestal museum (laughs) and so sometimes that would really get in the way of like my writing or my Mm -hmm. like other things i would just sort of be like yeah but it's not like would this person think it's funny would that person think it's funny and then finally i was just like you know what it we'd be colleagues they don't need i don't need your your approval you know what i mean so yeah in your lane babe 
In your lane. Ashley, do I get to do it? what's your adult thing? I know <laughs> yes. we just talked about you, but no, I get listen, to do it. Do I get to do it? I, yeah, I feel like I'm a recommendation machine. Yes. That's recommend, all I recommendation do. station. Um, I really that's going to be that. my oh, podcast. Temptation station. All right. Kate, Kate and I have a great, we'll tell you later what our we'll idea we'll for a TV second, yeah. show is. Um, okay. My biggest recommendation is a podcast called How I Built This. Ooh, yes. Oh, man. It is about, it's basically Shark Tank, but a podcast for entrepreneurs who have already made it. But Ooh. the best thing is that, and it's entrepreneurs of every level. The other thing I love is that he interviews men and women equally. So it's not mm. just a dude fest, which I feel like so many of these Podcasts. things are. <sighs> dude fest. But um, it's amazing because they talk to like Sarah Blakely from Spanx about how did you get this idea? When did you? And the thing that I love most is he asked them, when did you want to quit? And when were you sure you were going to fail? Oh. Because they're all billionaires now. Like yeah. literally they're all so rich and successful. But he asked like the nitty gritty questions of like, when were you really not sure that this was going to work? Wow. And why did you, why keep did you going. keep going? Or for a lot of them, they've all had multiple companies. Mm. Why did your first company fail? Why mm. was it time to let that go? And I feel like That's great. it's not always good to just push on forever. Sometimes yeah. you do have to let things go. But if you're feeling entrepreneurial and you want to feel inspired, I would definitely recommend how great I built this. Rack. I, when you said the thing about all most podcasts are dudes, I saw the funniest tweet that was like, was at a party and saw one guy named Seth with glasses introduce himself to another guy named Seth with glasses. <laughs> and I got to witness the birth of a podcast. <laughs> I know we got to start yeah. crediting our, our funny no, tweets. They are so fucking funny. Um, that's amazing. Wait, should, well, should we? Can we tell them what temptation? Oh, temptation station. station. Oh, yeah, please. All right, so temptation station is a, <laughs> is is a revolutionary program. Okay, it's reality TV and it's fine. It's reality TV. They both just sat trains. up and stood, <laughs> sat up straighter like they're pitching. Literally people. though. Okay, here's the idea of temptation what station. What ties all humans together? Relationships. And? Trains. And temptation. And trains and temptation, <laughs> yes. So. Temptation station is, can you get from one point to your destination without- while resisting temptation? Yes. Ooh, I so love you, this. You and your partner. Is it like cocaine? Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> it, it can it be anything. Be. Oh. You and your partner start on a train mm-hmm. together and then on your journey, on two different in two oh, different cars, no. and you on every stop, you are faced with a new temptation. Lighter to money. you, it, it could be money, it could be sex, it could be jealousy, and then I mean, you I don't get know how to the end. But then, what's the, the end? Is that you want to? And if you decide if you want to still be together, so if you give oh, in to the Jesus. temptation, you don't get off. You don't get to Can get I, off. the tra- Wait, okay, you don't get get to get off the train. What's your question? Why, if you decide to do this with your partner, isn't that kind of being like, I don't really want to be with you? No, or is it you have to something? No, mm-hmm. maybe you want... Well, we haven't figured out quite what the prize is. We're like, it's a d- dream vacation. Oh, yeah. Dream vacation. Not temptation station. If you make it to your destination, you get a dream vacation. <laughs> Guys, did you this, is this, this, this is, is Dr. Seuss's... The, no, Kate and I just are on the same... It's Dr. Wave. Seuss meets um, The Bachelor. <laughs> I need to see this show come to fruition isn't immediately. Just, listen, we just need an investor. Temptation Station. We Temptation both have to be station. British. Can they get to their destination to take the dream Temptation. vacation or will they succumb to Temptation? This is Temptation Station. I am Ashley. <laughs> choo choo. Hop on board. My name is Kate. It'll all be whispered like Great British Bake Off. We're like, today on Temptation Station. Layers. There's layers. It's just like strippers, cocaine, and heroin, and all the boxcars. No heroin, not heroin, and limited cocaine. Okay. Also. these temptations are because you could definitely be break up at the end it, it means it just means that like it's can too- you guys get through all of these temptations to make it to your destination mm-hmm. so i like, feel like these are couples who actually think they can do it that's yeah. the thing is like i feel like i would just be like whatever you do don't fuck the stripper but it doesn't well, even that- have to just be a stripper it could also be like oh you have a real I, like i can't see a my, dog my without petting boyfriend it. I, what if it could be i can't oh. see it what like if you put my ex-boyfriend on the train See, temptation that is something. Station. In one, Temptation Station, ex-boyfriend delation. <laughs> Welcome then, to Temptation Nation. That's what then, our fans will be great called. Temptation, temptation Nation. Temptation Nation, bitch, because we're going across country. Wow. It's a we're going to bring back cross-country cross country train, train travel. <laughs> <laughs> and 
can't wait, but please allow me to say this. I've been trying for 30 seconds. You could have one where it's like, can you resist petting this puppy? It's going to be hard for you. You have a whole thing of puppies and you just have to sit there. Oh, wow. A to, whole boxcar of puppies. A boxcar of puppies who are trying to, and you're like, oh, I can't pet it. I can't pet it. I don't get my dream vacation. What? This is our best idea. This is truly no the best. It's just, it kind of it kind of sucks because like, I just want to do it. Yeah. So investors. We'll do it. <laughs> Brene Brown, you know Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> Brene, so. Brown, o- Brene Brown, Oprah, Kate Peterman, Ashley Perez present Temptation Stage. <laughs> and I'll be your first. I'll be your first contestant. Yes. And then, and then I think maybe Barack could be a guest speaker on it. <laughs> we don't need a normal format, bitches. We nah, can have regular this is, speakers. This is Temptation Nation There's Station. Just speakers. This is, this is this is what's another word with an Asian ablation relation 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 governation imagination good vibrations guys let's give our shout outs for the week you guys want to sing this out so we're coming off. Spice up your life. Yeah. Okay. Celebration, <laughs> uh, celebration station is oh, when you win. Was... You go to celebration station. Wait, celebration, celebration station was a was a theme park. Does you guys didn't have celebration station? No. It was like a big castle, and you had a bouncy house. That yeah. sounds very cards. Yeah, that sounds the most. Uh, okay, my shout outs for the week are Grace W ninety eight at the clumsy Alu <laughs> at Bye Bitch Alicia and at Brex forty one. Sorry, the intro music is so loud. We don't mean to scare you. <laughs> okay, my shout outs are at. Uh, Luna Latuna 18 <laughs> at Elijah Rose 859 and at my girl Mandy Sings. Mandy, Mandy Sings. since the start of this podcast has been going through some medical stuff. Mm. Uh, she's been a trooper. I personally love talking to her. She's one of my friends now and she gets to go home. She's home now. Yay! And I'm so happy for her. So everyone just send her good, good vibes. vibes and I hope you're enjoying your friends and your pets and guys Aww. where can we find ashlita on all the things ITS ashley perez or at luna latuna <laughs> that's a funny now we yell fucking bye at the audience it's time okay. to say goodbye oh and you follow kelsey Derrick. Kelsey oh Derrick. yeah kelsey Derrick on all the things follow me at kate peterman on instagram and at k-a-y-t-e-p-e-a and you know what i'm not gonna change my handle because okay. if you can't find me fine Fuck do you want to know also why because kate peterman was taken no K-P-P. all right Fucking love!